Hello, you gorgeous humans. This is episode number one, the first one ever in existence of The Mindy Show, which has been in progress for probably about 15 years. I have been stuck in overthinking, overanalyzing, being paralyzed by all kinds of different fears or conversations in my head about why I am not qualified to do this, Things as simple as your voice might be annoying. What if the kids start asking for snacks while you're in the middle of recording? What if the cats come scratching at the door? What if, what if, what if I don't have the proper equipment right now? I'm recording on my iPhone. I actually have a professional podcasting mic, but it is not hooked up and I'm just not in the best position to be able to produce a fabulously quality podcast. But one of the things that I am always telling people who are in my world is to push past the fears, to get yourself in action, because you can't really make a difference if you're just not doing the thing. So I'm following my own advice. I'm following the support and encouragement of so many people who have literally for years been telling me to do this. And I have been sitting on my derriere, not doing anything about it besides Googling all the ways to have a successful podcast and watching all the videos and taking all the podcasting courses. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like getting that whole over-preparation thing going on. I am a admitted, uh, what do you call it, overcoming perfectionist. And anything that my name is attached to, it is so important to me that it is high quality and that I'm doing my very best. It's just who I am as part of what I feel is an integrity with myself and being authentic. But at the end of the day, one thing that I have to remember is that it is our imperfections that connect us as humans. When I see perfectly done whatever, it isn't exactly relatable. So I absolutely get so much joy out of seeing people who are just being their authentic selves and being the hot mess version that, you know, we have on a day to day and we can show the glamour bits and reels, but it's so fun to be able to see people just stepping into who they are authentically, whether that's, you know, the sweatpants, messy hair, whatever it may be. It's all good because that is what makes us human. So I said all of that to say that I am, as I said earlier, following my own advice and putting myself out there, putting this episode out into the world because it's kind of like, have you ever heard of that phrase that says you are, what is it called? Breaking the seal, I think. <laughs> it's kind of an alcoholic term, I suppose, but breaking the seal, it's like once you have mm, done that thing it's kind of like you keep having to do something over and over and over. We're talking about like using the restroom. Once you've done that, you kind of got to do it over and over and over again. See, I'm already overthinking this. I'm like, why in the world would I bring that up? I should probably edit that out. But you know what? I'm not going to because I don't know. I'm just going to tell it straight. Tell it straight how it comes to my mind, which is usually a balled up knotted mess. And so I don't even know if what I'm saying is going to make sense to you all, but Hopefully it lands with somebody and somebody out there can find some sort of, I don't know, inspiration, support, encouragement, whatever. <clears throat> In any case, my, my analogy there that I was going with was that me getting this first podcast out there will hopefully break the seal to where I can 
continuously be putting more and more podcasts out into the world because my heart is to help people and is to help share things that I have learned over the years that have brought me to where I am today because anybody who has followed me for any length of time or even a short period of time probably knows that as all of us humans, I have been through a lot of stuff and I am just a very different person now than I used to be many years from now and I'm continuously evolving because it's just a constantly um, a constant journey of growth and evolution when you are committed to uh, working on yourself and, and this whole self-mastery path. So one of the things that I just even wasn't sure about where to go with this was what do I even, where do I even start? I don't even know what to talk about on this first episode because sharing my story is so, there's so many chapters to it. I just don't even know which one to start with, but I just felt like it would be appropriate to address fear for this one because that is probably the primary reason for not starting this podcast myself. And so I take a look at fear for my own personal self and I say, where is that coming from? Usually it's coming from some sort of belief that was developed in you from early childhood. So, you know, as kids, we're usually fearless. We say things, we do things, and we have people in our lives oftentimes that if you're not being raised in a very healthy environment, whether it's parents or siblings or or or, or whatever the case is, um, you might be being told certain things that you aren't good enough or that you're doing it wrong, or you might have people who were mean to you when you were going to school or teachers or neighbors or whatever it is. And when you're young, you are in that process of developing your character, your personality, how you think. And so we tend to take a lot of, um, put a lot of weight into what other people say about us and think about us because we're very trusting. So if we have someone in our world when we're very young who is critical or who um, is unkind or saying things that are not uh, uplifting, then a lot of times we will subscribe to those theories as the truth about ourselves, which can make us feel very insecure. It can make us feel like we don't have any confidence or that we don't have a place in this world or a voice to really share anything that's of any value. And I have definitely been that person. And so I have been the people pleaser. I've been the person that was always wanting to be all things to all people. The thought of having someone who didn't like me was very, um, that did not feel good. I wanted everybody to like me. And I think that's pretty normal for general humanity to want to be liked. But when I had gone through this evolution process for my own self and my, um, my mindset, what I have learned since then is that each of us are just navigating life through our own personal uh, circumstances, everything that, you know, was done to us or that we've done, what our personal path was. People are just out there projecting things onto us that were based on their own thought patterns and their own past and their own upbringing and their own whatever. And so, and they're just humans. So why is it that we are allowing some other human being to project their 
let's just say, I don't know, issues, insecurities, fears, whatever, criticisms onto us. Why do they hold so much weight to us? What does it really matter if someone out there is going to criticize, for example, this podcast? What does it really matter if someone was to come and say, you know what, your voice sounds awful, it's too nasally, it was very unprofessional, I could hear you breathing, whatever, you know, (laughs) what does it really matter? That's just one other human being, and I love human beings, but that's just one person out there, even if it was hundreds though. The point is, is that your value is so static, you cannot become any less of a person just because of what someone thinks of you. You can't become any more of a person just because of what someone thinks of you. You have static value and static worth that never changes regardless of what other people may think or say about you. But that is not something that I really fully understood years ago. So the fears can really keep us stuck in this mode of trepidation and not taking action. And one of the things that's helped me because I am a person that has a heart for helping others is to imagine myself who I used to be. And I went through a time of my life, I won't go super deep into this right now, but I went through a time of my life where I was incredibly depressed. I felt like I was in a darkness that I could not overcome. And the circumstances that I was navigating at the time were very humiliating to me and were very, uh, how do I say it? Just, I did not feel like there was a human being on this planet that would be able to understand or relate to what I was going through. So I felt very isolated because I didn't feel like I could talk to anybody, anybody because if people knew the things that I was going through, I felt like I would be judged. I would be criticized. Um, I was very much a church person and, you know, believing in God, and I still do, I'm still Christian and all of that. It's just my views have um, very much changed from when I was growing up. But that's kind of a side note. (laughs) Um, The reason why I bring that up is because I just felt completely alone. And I wished that I had someone to be able to I don't know. It's it, you know to be able to talk to, to be able to know that you're not alone is so reassuring and soothing to your soul. But I just didn't feel like I had anybody that I could talk to, and I didn't feel like I had anybody who could understand what I was going through. So uh, one point in my life, I started to travel around singing, and I would share parts of my story because I felt God opening up that path for me. So I used to travel around singing and sharing parts of my story, and I remember after one of my concerts, this lady came up to me and she was just thanking me over and over again because I shared some very personal things about my life. And she said that she was in a similar situation and that she didn't feel like anybody had, she, she, I'm sorry, she felt like nobody could understand and that she couldn't really talk to people because it was too humiliating. And she was just so happy to know that she wasn't alone. And that was definitely one of those moments that I look back in my life and I go, okay, that was a turning point for me because I thought to myself after she talked to me that if one person out there by me sharing a part of my story can help someone else know that they're not alone, then I don't care how many people come at me with whatever criticism or whatever judgment I am so here for that one person that needs to know that they're not alone. So I made a very intentional shift in my life and I started sharing very openly 
parts of my life. I can't share all of it super openly for reasons I won't go into now, but I do share a lot of it very transparently and openly, and I've developed a reputation for that, which people have um, appreciated because the things that we feel shame about and that we hide are oftentimes things other people are also hiding and feeling shame about. And once you can come open with those things, it really helps that other person basically have like this little hug around their heart to say, you're not alone in this. You have someone else out there that is going through something very similar. And I cannot even tell you the power that is in that. And so many of us are wanting to keep ourselves closed off and wanting to keep ourselves um, hidden because of shame or guilt or fear. And it is actually in the sharing of those things, which I can get into that more later. I'm not saying you have to share everything. If you're, if you don't feel ready yet, you know, I'm not putting pressure on people or shaming people who aren't ready to share. That's not what I'm here for. But what I am here to say is that whatever it is that you're going through, you are not alone. Someone else out there is going through it or has been through it. And I'm someone who has been through so many things that I can relate to almost every person out there. (laughs) And I just have um, a gift and what sometimes feels like a curse of empathy. And so I can relate to almost everything anyone has been through, whether I've been through it or not. So uh, to kind of wrap this all up, I'm not going to make this first episode a super long one. um, But I just want to encourage you to step through your fear. That might be a baby step. It doesn't mean that it has to be this gigantic, huge leap. But when I tell you, like, step through your fear, there's probably something that you've been getting pinged about or a little tap on the shoulder about that pops into your mind that you've been having this nudge, you know it's something that you're you're meant to do, that you're supposed to do, you know that it's it's a calling that you have, and for whatever reason, just like me, you've been putting it to the side. But I try to remember that previous version of me, and I think, okay, I needed this version of me back then. I needed the version of myself that was willing to say the thing, who was willing to call evil for evil, who was willing to be the voice for the people who haven't been able to find their voice. And that has taken many years. Obviously, I did not um, pull the trigger when I first got the the nudge on the shoulders to do this. It's taken me many years to lead up to this point where I'm doing this first podcast episode right now. But I it helps me to think of the people who I am essentially, I don't want to put guilt and shame on, so I say these words very lightly, but who were sort of robbed by me not sharing, you know, because there are people out there who are crying out for what you have to offer, for what you have to share to this world. It's something that you only can, can do, you only can say, it's your story, it's like your thumbprint, your fingerprint on this planet is only yours and only you can do that. And someone out there needs what you have, just like someone out there needs what I have. And if I stay isolated and I stay secluded, then there's someone out there who's crying out that what's coming back to them is silence. And that is the part that really gets me because I know what that felt like. And I don't want 
other people to be met with silence when there is a voice out there that can come into their world and say, you know what, you are loved, you matter, you're beautiful, you are worthy, you have a purpose. Things do get better. The days do get brighter. The sun does come out after the storm. And so when I think about the people who literally are crying out, you know, for that oxygen, for that breath of encouragement and inspiration, that is what helps me pull the trigger when I don't feel maybe I'm caught in a a little cycle of feeling some level of inadequacy, even though I've come a, a long ways with my issues with insecurity. I feel very confident in many, many ways now, but I'm human and I still have those times where I feel insecure or, you know, just having that pattern of feeling not good enough. Um, that was pretty much beat into me (laughs) for so long, um, in my childhood and youth. So we all have those voices that are trying to keep us from taking the action that we know we're meant to take. So I'm going to be just one of those other voices right now and tell you that you have a purpose. There's something tugging at your heart right now that you know that you're meant to do. There's someone out there right now that needs to hear your voice, that needs to hear your story, whether that's a one-on-one conversation or whether it's getting on a platform like social media, Facebook, Instagram, or whatever, God will give you the direction of where to put your story of where to place that encouragement, even if it's just going out for coffee with someone and just being there for that person. You have something that you are feeling inspired to do. And I just want to tell you to ignore any of the voices, whether they're literal human voices or just voices in your own head, your own self telling you you're not qualified. I promise you, God qualifies the called, not the other way around. And with that, I'm going to leave you and tell you how much I love you, how much you matter, and I will see you in the next episode. Bye.